0: Scattered about like so many breadcrumbs. In immunities. So there was no hint that anything was happening? No. Nicole didn't cancel any plans for today?
1: Nicole and I don't make plans.
2: Why is that?
1: I don't think she... Well, we get along okay, but I don't think she likes being around me when Dominic isn't there.
2: Yeah, what gives you that impression?
1: There were a few times early on that I invited her to do things, and she always had an excuse. And... Well, there are hardly any immune girls our age around. If I was her, I would have leapt at the chance to hang out with someone I liked. Since she wasn't leaping, I assume she didn't like me.
3: We've obviously got a mole.
4: An alpha spy inside an overlook would have to have encountered an altered person during the takeover, and fled to the overlook thereafter.
3: We were separated during part of that last day at school. You could have been infected, incubated while we were traveling, changed during the night and been trying to help the Unity defeat the Resistance ever since.
5: Jesus Christ! Then why haven't they picked up Roxanne? I could have given her up three times over.
4: My feeling is that there is someone unaltered, perhaps overlooked, perhaps immune, whom they care a great deal about, and they want to know how that person's life would be changed by our victory.
6: But any Alpha would want someone they loved to become part of the Unity. The more they loved them, the more they would want that.
4: Not all alphas look at things the same way.
6: I hope your daughter appreciates the efforts you all make to accommodate her.
7: I believe she appreciates us as much now as she did before the look.
6: Hmm. (laughs) Well, if you don't mind my saying so, I think she's had an effect on you as well.
4: If I am wrong, and there is no alpha-beta... Then the information they could gain might in some way disrupt our timetable, but unity will prevail.
6: You targeted him because he is seeing your daughter. I don't...
8: I do not think that I would do such a thing.
4: Message reads, Thank you for reply. Enclosed data, interesting but incomplete. Require all before making determination. Sorry to put you in this position. Let unity prevail.
6: I have it here. On this drive, the details on our research into breaking immunity.
4: We have received data. More information about resistance operatives, facilities, and activities.
6: Please, give me a copy of that new data. I should be looking at those raw instead of your analysis. Roxanne! Mom,
7: get up! I have the stuff you wanted to know. Do you know that young woman who just left our office area? I do not recognize her. I... I cannot be sure. You can't turn in Roxanne. Go up the
8: stairs like you forgot something on the roof. Don't look up.
3: I know.
9: I understand it now.
0: Immunities. Episode 2.6, Revelation.
7: Rox,
1: you're out! Yep! Did you get it? I did, miraculously. Did you ever doubt me? Always. Come here. If I ever talk about doing something like that again, tell me not to. I told you not to this time! Yeah, well, do a better job next time. That was nuts. So many things that could go wrong... I might not even be here now, but I had Carrie Cray on my side. How so? She was there when everyone else was out because she's not really one of them. But that she ran to the bathroom because she cares what they think and didn't want to be having a scene in front of them. But, of course, they wouldn't have cared, or would they? We've got to learn more about what they do and don't care about.
10: Rox, you're rambling.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm still calming down. <laughs>
10: Woo So what's the plan now? We didn't set up and everything went perfectly, Contingency.
1: We split up. You give Nick her thingy back, then take this USB stick to Thee and tell her it's a copy of Dad I stole from Cray. Whatever else you tell her is up to you. I'm going home.
10: You know, sending this through me isn't going to protect you. Thee's going to find you sooner or later.
1: I know. I'll sneak out later like usual and I can face the music then. I just want to see the folks one more time, in case Thee decides to lock me up or smuggle me out for my own safety or something.
10: Right. But before you go, what was it like actually doing it?
1: It was amazing. Like I was really alive for the first time. But I'm completely okay with never living like that again. I don't know what to do with all the energy.
10: I know what you could do with it.
1: Yeah, I bet. (laughs) You know what, Evans? Just in case the does send me off somewhere, help me work off some tension before I see the fans.
10: Glad to oblige.
11: You are
1: late for dinner. Shell, I specifically asked you not to call me that. Call me anything else you like, but don't call me that.
11: As always, a joke. It's how I cope with life's trials and tumults. Well then, you should probably get another joke ready. Wait, what's wrong? Why is the light in the kitchen out? Where's Mom? Our mother's body is in the morgue. What?! The rest of her lives on in us. You... she can't... how could this happen? I see that your jokes have failed you. Okay, shut up. Tell me what happened. Please explain how I can both shut up and... (coughs) Roxanne, I understand that you have flimsy control over your emotions, but if you raise your hand (sighs) to me again, I will put you in the hospital. I'm sorry... And only the self-control that the unity gives me will stop me from laying you out permanently next to our mother.
1: Please just tell me what happened!
11: That is still under investigation. But do you know? I know certain facts, but I am not authorized to share them with you. Can't you tell me anything? Was she sick? Was she murdered? I will tell you one thing if you will do me a favor. What? Do you agree? Yes. She fell from the roof of the liaison building. Fell, or was pushed. Oh God, who would do that? That is the subject of the investigation. Now to my request. What is it? Start your nocturnal adventure early tonight. Do not wait for dinner. Take something to eat from the refrigerator and go. Do not come back until after midnight. Why? When father comes home from the morgue, I would like to share my thoughts and feelings about this with him alone. I should be here with you guys. She was my mother, too. You have the entire rest of your life to be here. For tonight, be elsewhere. You promised... Okay. And Roxanne? Yes. She really did love you after the look. It was not an act. I know that, dummy.
6: find it difficult to believe that something like this could happen. I've never heard of anything like it happening before. I have to wonder if it's the unaltered at work. I know that some of them didn't like her, even with everything she did for them. Carrie, our footage of the roof
9: entrance shows that she entered it alone and no one else went through the door before those investigating her death. There are other ways on and off a roof. That's true, but Carrie... You were working with Sylvia closely. Did you find her to be having any difficulty keeping her emotions contained? Well,
6: yes, I did. She was pursuing the Evans boy in a very emotional manner, like it was personal between them. And there were other signs. But you did not report this? I didn't feel it was my place. I spoke to her about it and hoped it would get better. I suppose I should have done more. Your lapse does not merit
9: punishment, Carrie, so do not punish yourself. Many of us were aware that Sylvia was undergoing some measure of turmoil, but we all had our reasons for leaving it be. Perhaps we should be careful about our feeling of superiority to the unaltered, the assumption that we take care of each other while they each live for themselves. We may have let our biological connection make us complacent about actively reaching out. But I've never heard
6: about Anything like this happening before?
9: We do not normally speak of such things outside the unity, but they do happen. The look is not always perfectly transmitted, and not all brains are perfectly suited for it. Most cases of self harm happened soon after receiving the look, and following more visible trauma, but the circumstances here would not be unprecedented. So you're not investigating the possibility of resistance activity? We are investigating all available evidence. All unaltereds who entered the building today were accounted for at that moment. We have video of Sylvia's unaltered daughter leaving through the main lobby minutes before her death. Perhaps the two of them had words which aggravated Sylvia's problems. Does the daughter know? She has been notified. Hmm. I would have liked to have been there when she found out. The altered sisters shared that complete experience with me. Roxanne showed every sign of extreme shock and surprise. Where is she now? She is at large. I would speculate that she will be seeking out her own kind to mourn with. You can certainly interview her if you wish. But I would not want this matter to distract you from your primary
6: mission. Well, that mission is a waiting game for now. I've set something in motion that should either pay off shortly or show that we have a long way yet to go. Until that happens, I would welcome a distraction. Well, in that case, I will have the family wait
9: up for her and notify us when she returns, although my understanding is that that will not be until
6: quite late. Would you want to interview her then? Uh, I want to, but I'd better not. It would be great to get her when she's tired and unprepared, but given that she's probably innocent and in the midst of grieving, it would be bad for community relations. I'll have some of the people you assigned me watch the house and make sure she doesn't leave again, and then I'll visit her in the morning.
9: That seems very sensible. Well, in that case, good luck in all of your investigations. I must say, your application to this sort of work has more than justified our confidence in you. Thank
6: you very much. It may be difficult to go back to reading news now. It seems like there's so much to be done. That is certainly something we can discuss when the
9: time comes. For now, good hunting.
10: Yes?
1: Hello, Uh, you must be Jeremy. I'm Roxanne Scholl. I visit here sometimes from the liaison office.
4: My father and I have already had dinner.
1: I'm just wondering if I could speak to him for a little bit. Who's at the door?
2: Is that Roxanne? Hmm. Yes, it is, Father. Well, bring her in, unless she's here to ask you out.
4: Are you here to ask me out?
1: Um, no.
2: Then please follow me. Roxanne, how nice to hear your voice. Welcome to my inner sanctum.
1: Nice to see Mr. Timmons. I'm here. I, I wanted to talk with you for a few minutes, if that's okay. It's nothing work-related.
2: Wonderful. Jeremy, that's your cue to exit. Close the door behind you and no listening. Of course. Have a seat, Roxanne. What's on your mind?
1: There's a lot. I- I don't know how much of it I can talk about. It's just, I can't talk to the people who'd understand right now. My boyfriend and the closest thing I have to a girlfriend are off with with someone who's probably really mad at me. And I can't deal with facing her or the lookers right now. And I have to talk to someone because my brain feels like it's on fire. Slow
2: down, girl. Just tell me one thing and we'll work on that.
1: My mom died today. I can't believe I'm saying that.
2: That's a big blow.
1: That isn't everything.
2: But it's enough for now. Your mother is... was a looker, as I recall. That's right. So you lost some of her months ago.
1: Yeah. You'd think that would mean this was no big deal. But there were bits of her left, even without... Well, even just talking to her, she was still... She was one of them, but she was still mom, and I... And I guess she was something else, too, something new. But I was learning to love that a little.
2: And that's why you came to me, because I live with Jeremy. You and I are both stayers.
1: I don't... I didn't think it through that far.
2: You're groping in the dark, blind, you might say, but your instincts are taking you to the right places. They'll do that if you've got good ones and develop them well. Do you have more Looker family here?
1: My sister and my dad. But she and I had a fight, and she kicked me out of the house. For good? Just for tonight.
2: So, it's still your home.
1: Yeah, it is. And I love them, too. Shelley, I'm sure if this had happened before the look, we'd have fought anyway, and she'd have wanted to do the same thing.
2: It sounds like you have love and friendship around you. You just have a tendency to piss people off a little. Accurate. So you've angered the people who love you before? Yeah. And did they stop loving you?
1: No. I'm hard to shake off.
2: Then this will probably pass, too. You just need to give it some time.
1: I will. And maybe in even a few hours I can be strong and hear them all out. But, but right now, I, I really need my mommy.
2: <laughs> That's understandable. But be careful of that word need you want your mom, you would benefit from her presence. But we as beings are designed to continue without our parents. Nature has cried it from the first corpse to she that has died today. This must be so.
1: But there's something else, something I want her to forgive me for.
2: There always is.
1: Not like this.
2: If it's like that, then I'm afraid you can't tell it to me. Jeremy's a good boy, but he's also a good looker, and who knows who else might be listening. But I'm sorry about your mother, and I'm sorry I never got to meet her. It sounds like she was quite a woman. She was
1: a lot to live with. I just feel like I should have appreciated her more.
2: Well, you appreciate her now. We parents don't sign up to this job for the applause. Well, maybe some of us do, but we learn better. And I'm sure she had some inkling about how you felt.
1: Yeah, I think she did.
2: Well then, you don't have to be sad for her, just for yourself. And I have a feeling you're someone who won't let self-pity grip you for long. Feel it, let it wash over you, and then move on, perhaps to addressing the other thing.
1: I will, but is it okay if I stay here for a while, just hanging out? I've got a book.
2: That's good. Jeremy doesn't read and I don't think my books would do you much good. What have you got?
1: It's called Hellborn. Hellborn. It's a pretty trashy horror thing I picked up. Make that really trashy. There's this demon, and he gets spread from person to person like a venereal disease.
2: Mm, I don't think I'll be asking you to read it to me.
1: What are you reading?
2: Hamlet. I've got the complete works here. I don't just read classics. I wish I had more modern stuff. But it came in handy tonight. I don't always have a relevant quotation lined up.
1: Mom and Dad didn't read much. He had some World War II stuff, and she had some celebrity books, but they mostly watched TV. Sometimes, after the look, it was nice how quiet the house was. I know that's terrible, and now it'll be even quieter.
2: No one's asking you to hate everything about the world, Roxanne. We're just expecting you to improve it.
1: It's not easy.
2: I know. Every generation discovers that. So they have another one that they hope will do better.
1: And maybe give you some applause.
2: (laughs) Not in this lifetime.
10: Rox! Heya. I was expecting you to be coming from your house. Shelly threw me out. Oh, wow.
1: It's no big. I think things are okay. Good to know. Did Thee send you to take me in?
10: She sent me, but just with some info. The stuff you brought in is big. Scientific stuff that Thee wouldn't talk about, but also a bunch of our own intelligence stuff the mole sent to the lookers. They've already decrypted some of it, and we've got runners going all over the place to warn the people who are in danger. And Nicole's already on the road taking the original stick to the intelligence office. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Poor Jim is going to have to do without a love letter from Shelley this time. What about me?
10: Thee really wanted to lock you in a basement somewhere. But she says that with all they're doing, they don't have the personnel to keep you hidden or to get you out safely. So you're supposed to pretend that everything's normal for a while. Well, not normal, I guess. I heard about your mom. I'm sorry. I... I have to admit, she wasn't my favorite person. But I'm sorry. If
1: there wasn't a look, I think you would have gotten along eventually.
10: If there wasn't a look, you'd still be dating bikers.
1: (laughs) Maybe. Could use one now, to burn rubber and get me out of here.
10: Hopefully one with a lot of gas rations.
1: Ass, grass, or rations. No one rides for free.
10: Do you want to hang for a bit?
1: No. I may be funny about that for a while. I found out about her right after you and me fooled around. I still had a goofy grin on my face when I walked through the door. And there was Shelley with the news. Screwed me up a little. Might take some time to forget. Sure. Anyway, if Thee's not ready to guilt trip me yet, I might as well get Dad and Shelley out of the way.
10: Okay. Thee wants you to leave home an hour early tomorrow, so there'll be time to talk before you're due at work. But if you hear pebbles against your window tonight, that'll be me to get you out of here.
1: I'll try to be ready. Okay? Wish me luck. Good luck. So that stuff was really important? Seems like. Then I say we part with a high five. someone there
7: it's me Roxanne
1: dad can I would it be okay if I hugged you
7: of course please do
1: I'm so sorry about mom
7: I know Shelly shared the experience of telling you oh I am sorry that your sister was so harsh with you you should understand she is in great deal of distress And some of it may cause her to place blame on inappropriate targets.
1: That happens to all of us. Were you waiting up for me? I was. Oh, Dad, I might have been out all
7: night. I hypothesized that since your sister barred you from the house until midnight, you would be back around then, if not before.
1: I guess you know us pretty well. I have tried to. I'm surprised you waited in here rather than being outside where you could look up at the sky?
7: I... there were reasons for me to wait here.
1: Okay. Do you want to talk about them?
7: I do not. I see. Is there anything you do want to talk about? I wanted to assure you that I am here for you.
1: Thanks, Daddy. But how are you? You said that Shelley was hurt. What about you?
7: I am adjusting. Losing your mother is a significant diminishment in my life, but there is a great deal left to live for. Well,
1: keep in mind that I'm here for you, too.
7: Thank you. But I have the unity to comfort me. I think I will go outside and communicate with them now.
1: Oh, okay. Guess I'll go up to bed then.
7: Oh, Roxanne? Yes, Daddy? Did you speak with your mother at work today? It just occurred to me that you might have while you were both there.
1: No, I didn't see her.
7: Oh. Well, that is unfortunate. You might have had some insight into her situation that others would miss. Good night, Roxanne. Good night.
6: Good morning, Janice.
8: Good morning, Carrie. I was not expecting you so early.
6: Couldn't sleep. Too much tension. Can't tell you why. Any word about Roxanne Shaw?
8: We checked in with the watchers 12 minutes ago, and they
6: said she had not left the house. Should I check again? No need. I'll be heading over there once I check in. Very good. You will probably want to know that I received a message just before you arrived advising you to go to the basement. Oh my, this could be it. Could be what? Can't say, Janice. I'll be back soon. Mrs. Cray. Justin, do you have a reply? I do. What is it?
4: I... will read it to you. Thank you for information. Your progress is promising, but not as advanced as I require. Given that, cannot reciprocate at this time hope earlier resistance data was useful, cannot give more. Will not use this channel of communication again. Apologies and good wishes. Let unity prevail. That's it? That is it.
6: <sighs> so it was all for nothing?
4: Valuable intelligence was gained. And also insights that might be of use at a later time
6: but we don't have the Alpha-Beta. We don't even know if there really was one. Or even if the contact was really an Alpha on our side.
4: I am sorry that you feel frustrated, Carrie. I can only say from my prior experience that this is sometimes the way these things go.
6: I don't belong here.
4: Carrie?
6: I'm sorry. I'm... Not right for this. I'm going back to my husband and to my old job. I'm sorry that you have to stay here alone, but there must be someone better for this than me. Do you have a phone I could use? Right here. Thank you. Janice? Yes, Carrie? Please have the car fueled up. I'm going home. Get your things, too. I'll be making a report to the governor, but I should be ready to leave within two hours. I'll see you then. But, Carrie... Yes,
8: what? You were going to interview Roxanne Scholl.
6: <sighs> That's not even my case. I was just butting in. Take off the surveillance, let the investigators know I'm withdrawing. If they want to talk to her, they're welcome to. She doesn't like me anyway.
10: Yes, Carrie... Roxanne's outside.
12: Send her in. I see you look a little worse for wear this morning. Does the early hour not agree with you?
1: A little of that. But I had a really long session with Shelly while I was sleeping. And it has me kind of messed up. You've told her about your mother then? She already knew. She'd been screaming from behind her eyes for hours.
12: She took a lot of calming down. Well, I am sorry for your loss, but time is short, so I will be brief. Your venture was successful beyond any reasonable expectation, both bringing in valuable scientific data and detailing our own compromised intelligence. Dom told me about that. Does that tell you who the mole is? Not specifically, but it narrowed our list. We are making changes now in order to remove all remaining suspects from positions of responsibility. Can I know what the scientific stuff was about? Only because you will be guiding your sister to find more. Briefly, the lookers are not close to breaking immunity, despite a great deal of effort, unrestricted by what we would call medical ethics. They have had some success in creating a synthetic version of the look that has a limited effect on immunes, but nothing like a full infection. And their attempt to directly introduce the look into subject brain's Bypassing the eyes, which would be necessary in order to infect the blind, have been completely unsuccessful. This is encouraging, and their research will also be a valuable addition to our own in terms of finding vulnerabilities. But it does not point to any immediate breakthrough for either side. If none of it is conclusive, why are you firing everybody? I mean, the mole hasn't turned me in, right? Even if we chose to rely on the mole keeping your secret... He has shown a willingness to turn over other information, and we cannot allow your trove to be revealed. Its sudden appearance in our hands can only point to Carrie Cray, and from there, to you. Does that mean I'm staying here? There are a lot of factors which must be weighed in order to decide whether it is more dangerous to keep you here or to send you away. You will be discussing this with your case officer.
1: Case officer?
12: I have too much on my plate to continue babysitting you and it seems that you do not fully respect me as a figure of authority. I have tremendous respect for you. My thanks, but the decision is made. Ah, here he is.
2: Hello, Miss Scholl.
12: Major, debrief our young secret agent here. You have less than an hour to assess whether she has a decent chance of making it through the day without being arrested. If you decide she is staying, you will oversee her training from now on. Do you agree to this, Miss Scholl? Yes. Good. I have a great deal to do, so you two can please carry out your business somewhere else. Perhaps room D. Dismissed.
2: I believe you know the way, Miss Shaw.
12: I do.
1: <laughs> this brings back some memories.
2: Interesting times. How's your arm? Well, I can always tell when it's going to rain. And is it? Let's stick to the subject, Miss Shoal. There's not a lot of time.
5: Hey.
3: Hey.
5: You almost boxed up?
3: The stuff down here, yeah. I need to start on my office upstairs and then, of course, have it all vetted for secret messages to our looker masters. You
5: know, talking like that doesn't make people any less suspicious of us. Don't care. Do you know if we got today's delivery? It would be good to know if Rox and Shelly are okay before we have to leave.
3: Nikki's overdue.
5: Ah. huh. Don't let her hear you call her that.
3: Whatever. Going upstairs.
8: Knock, knock.
5: Nicole! We were just
8: talking about you. Nothing good, I hope.
5: Martha doesn't have much good to say about anybody. You hear?
8: Yeah, it sucks that you guys got caught in this. But I have to admit, I feel a little safer knowing that they're doing something. Felt like the lookers were getting closer to me every day, and that's not even counting Roxanne.
5: That's the first time I've heard you call her by name. You know, since I'm leaving anyway, tell me. What have you got against her?
8: Who says I have something against her?
5: Shelly, in the reports. She says Roxanne thinks you don't like her.
8: (laughs) That's what I get for not disobeying orders and reading the things I carry. No, I met Roxanne early on and crushed on her in a big way. But she was a stayer, which meant getting with her might be bad for my job prospects, so I let it slide for a while. And then one day I come back from a run and she's with Dominic. And I don't cut in on family.
5: Huh. Do you know if she'd have been interested?
8: Don't know. Probably never will. The coward tastes death a thousand times. So, yeah, I guess I made it strictly business with her, and she read it as dislike. I'm self-protective like that. I've spent enough of my life gaga over people who aren't into me. (laughs)
5: Like Martha?
8: Martha and me just like to play pretend. Much like you. Me? Since we're laying it all out... I'm guessing you're not into girls. One's on this plane of existence, anyway.
5: You think you've got some pretty advanced gaydar, huh?
8: For women, it's been shit, but for guys, I've got a good track record.
5: Hmm. Well, your record is still good, but keep it to yourself, please. People here act nice, but it feels like it's only for other people like themselves. And if things turn sour, it's not like I can go away to college or to the big city.
8: So were you really into Shelly, or was she just the ultimate Canadian girlfriend?
5: I really feel for her. But I guess it could be two things.
8: So what do you do now?
5: Find something else to do. And make some kind of peace with rural life. Here? Or are you transferring out? They offered to smuggle us out if we wanted. I have a feeling they'd really like us far away from this office. But of course there's all kinds of danger involved, so they're not forcing it. And I don't see much point in one overlook over another.
8: Transfer to number nine. Number nine? Ugh! There are sympathetic people there.
3: Sympathetic to what?
8: None of your business, Milf. What's wrong, Martha?
3: They're in my office. Can't get anything done there. Listen, I'm taking your piss,
8: then I'm going to need the room for a minute.
5: No problem. Number nine, huh?
8: No guarantees, but I've had the luxury of looking around, and that one's the most open minded.
5: Thanks. So you caught on to me right away?
8: Suspicious right away. Wasn't sure until that whole thing with Martha about you and Ray watching us get down.
5: Oh yeah. And did you catch on about Ray?
8: What about him? Ha.
5: <laughs> Martha was snowing you. Ray wouldn't watch.
8: Why not? He got something against girls having fun?
5: He's blind.
8: No shit. And Martha just stood there and let me be wrong.
5: She's a pretty cool customer, when she isn't pretending to be a
8: bully. I'm not sure that's pretend. What are we talking about now? Your bitchiness.
3: 100% genuine. Jim, sorry to be pulling rank on you one
8: last time.
5: No, that's fine. I can leave for a bit.
8: Come on, Jim. Take me somewhere where a girl fresh from a dusty road can wet her whistle and have a last toast with a comrade. Absolutely. Where are you thinking? Don't tell her, Jim. She's a spy. Let her figure it out. Ex-spy. Then I think you'd like having one last mission.
5: (laughs) Bye, Martha. See you soon.
3: Hey, Ray. Pretty sucky day, as expected. No, they're absolutely firm that I can't work here anymore or do intel anywhere in this overlook. No, I don't think transferring would make much difference. Besides, am I going to leave you behind for who knows how long? Yeah, maybe you could deal with it, but I couldn't. I need you. No, coming with wouldn't work either. I'm not going to take the house and friends you're used to away from you. I wouldn't change everything unless I knew the new way was better for you. And there's no assurance of that. So I'm packing up, coming home, getting whatever job I can find, and we'll sit back and let the war take care of itself. I've made my last earth-shaking decision. No, can't tell you what it was. Probably never. I'm going to try to just forget the whole thing. Love you. Kisses when I get home. Let unity prevail. But not yet. Not until it can really be everyone. <laughs>
0: Been listening to Immunities, Episode 2.6, Revelation, written and directed by Bob J. Kester. It featured Michelle Lamone as Roxanne Scholl, Rachel Krieger as Shelley Scholl, Frank Wright as Ronald Scholl, Stacy Taffin as Carrie Cray, Wesley James as Justin, Alex Molnar as Martha Waters, Eric Simon as Jim Loretto, Jamie Spaniola as Governor Brenda Lee, Donal Safi as Dominic Evans. Brittany Abbott as Nicole, Rich Tannis as Charles Timmons, Carla Joseph as Ensign Teresa Brewster, D.R. Edwards as Janice, Blake Morrow as Jeremy Timmons, and Vincent Truman as Major Jefferson Craig. Immunities was recorded by Stephen Moore. Claire Hain and Lisa Cohen assisted in development and production. The music includes the compositions Moving On, Samoan, Jivan Mukta, Evening Blues, Amung, Saturn, Lessons Learned, Kogda, and Thabidi by Ars Sonor, and the Bach Cello Suite No. 5 in C minor, performed by Colin Carr. You can find more music from both of them at freemusicarchive.org. Special effects are from the freesound.org collection. Other development assistance was provided by Don Alsafi, River Hardrick, Gmark Comics, and Dueling Genre Productions makers of the Geek by Night audio drama and many fun pop culture podcasts which you can find at duelinggenre.com Immunity series image is Conformity by Fran Fraun. that's all one word F-R-A-U-N F-R-A-U-N the episode image is Broken City also by Fran you can find other artwork by her on Instagram and DeviantArt Immunities was recorded at Delmark Records Riverside Studio in Chicago, Illinois For more information, including a complete list of sound effects used, a transcript, and a glossary of terms, check out our website at immunities.com. You can also leave something for us in our digital tip jar. Immunities is copyright 2017 by Bob J. Kester, all rights reserved. This is Bob J. Kester. I hope you've enjoyed both seasons of the show as much as we've enjoyed doing them. Next week's episode will be another soundtrack album, and the week after that I'll be presenting some outtakes, news, and thoughts for the future. Until then, we'll be at Immunities Drama on Twitter and Immunities on Facebook.